Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephen Willis from the Locked On Ole Miss podcast, and I'm joined by Brian Smith. And I do want to let you know before we get started that Brian Smith's appearance is always brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn is the college recruiting sponsor across the Locked On Podcast Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. As I said, Brian Smith is joining us, and, you know, we've got some stuff to talk about. We're going to talk a little bit Camarian Franklin because it seems like we always talk about Camarian Franklin. It's true. We're going to talk about Nareel White, and we're going to talk about Jacoby Hobson, who is a 2025 player. Um, from Lake Cormorant, which is Camarion Franklin's high school. Anyway, how you doing, Brian? Doing well, sir. How about yourself? I'm doing absolutely fantastic. And this is a busy week because everybody is apparently doing cookouts this weekend before right. fall camp starts. I think they're like grilling the Ville. That's Florida's. Um, you know, every school has some version of this. So if you get a kid to your campus, it is a win. Now, the question is, whenever we talk to Cameron Franklin, where is he at the moment? Allegedly Auburn. <laughs> I got to use allegedly a lot more right now than I'd like. He was supposedly going to go there and then head directly down to Miami thereafter. I've heard that he might just stick at Auburn for a while. Whether or not that's true, it would be news to the Miami people. I cover Miami. So... Maybe next week we'll have a better full update, but as the world turns with Camarion Franklin. Yeah, and, and this is a player that we have talked about for months. He was always going to enjoy this recruitment cycle. Sure. It, yeah, he was, I was always going to happen. So expect this to go all the way up until signing day, and I, it would not surprise me if it went to the late signing day. Me either. Yeah. <laughs> I mean – why well, you know he can do what he wants it's, yeah. and he's a, a valued d lineman they get a little extra as, yeah. as you know you worked on the other side of this in the office there just aren't many guys built like him so it is yeah. what it is yeah it, and he comes from an area that just churns out defensive linemen like an assembly line and so it's insane yeah it's, insane. <laughs> it's just absolutely crazy but we'll see what camarion does um but the thing that popped up this week is they were talking about how Nareel White was probably going to Juice Fest. And Ole Miss obviously missed out on J.J. Harrell. They missed out on Braylon Burnside. They needed a wide receiver this class, although um, they do have Jeremy Scott out of Callaway, and I think he gets overlooked because there's just no film on him for whatever reason. But Nareel White was already out there. He was always out there, and he's been a rumored flip candidate for months. He's currently in Arkansas yeah. commitment. Now – if he goes to Juice Fest, whenever it his name going to Juice Fest got publicly out there, let's say on Wednesday, that got out. You know, every Arkansas coach has been in his ear about trying to prevent him from going to Juice Fest because the Arkansas coaches know what this means. The Ole Miss coaches know what this means. If Ole Miss can get him to campus, Ole Miss has a legit chance to land this wide receiver. He's a Mississippi yep. kid. He went to the Oxford Elite 11 thing. He is familiar with the area, and he is wanted. Arkansas knows that. Ole Miss knows that. 
So all Arkansas can do is keep them away as much as possible. Are they really going to be able to do that all the way through signing day, though? Yeah. If the kid wants to visit, I don't care what school or state it is, in today's era, that usually backfires, in mm. my experience. If he's going to flip, you're better to know in July to early September than you are like November, December. At least you'd have a chance to fix it, if you will, and get somebody else. But, yeah, trying to deny a kid to go somewhere, if that's what they do, I would not advise it. Yeah, and it's a situation that's a brave thing that I, like I said, putting that information out because I have to imagine if I'm Wayne Kiffin, I want this news to get out Friday morning before he while he's on the road to Oxford so nothing has a chance to hit and build up. But if he makes it from Wednesday until Juice Fest and shows up on campus, I think that's a pretty big sign. Yeah, I mean, you've got to get a kid on campus to have a shot. That gets you yeah. in the game. And that would also set you up for further opportunities to advance his recruitment, like coming back for a home game, whatever it might be. He may not commit if he heads to Oxford, but as you pointed out, and correctly so, it gives them a legit chance. This is the first step of many that you need if you're going to flip a kid, but it is a Mississippi kid. I mean, it's further to Arkansas than it is to Ole Miss. You know what I mean? It's closer to home, it's state U, all those things. But you and I also talk about he's a kid from down on the coast. They don't look at Ole Miss the same because it's so freaking far away. This state is humongous we're talking about. So they don't have quite the same pool maybe, but it's an area that Ole Miss needs to, to win more battles, and this would be a really good way to start that trend. Yeah, and, and especially with the wide receiver position. And we talked about you know defensive line class, and I'm just going to change subjects here a little bit. The Ole Miss defensive line class that they've put together is quietly that's – a, that's a solid class. Oh, yeah, they got some big boys, too. Mm -hmm. um, if you're not getting those kids, are you ever going to beat the teams hey. that matter? I mean, probably not. So that, that that is without question. They still need to be developed. That never changes. But you have to get in the game in that regard by getting the players. Size, in particular, in the SEC West has always mattered more than any other place in the country. Of course, Mississippi has a lot of really good big D linemen. They capitalized this year, and good for them. Mississippi State did too, but Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin—they know they can score. They got to start stopping some people, and that begins at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and with Pete Golding coming in, I'm telling people all the time they're doing this inside out. And the way that Alabama and Georgia's defense just beats you to death is a yes, they have five stars all over the field, but they're going to definitely have really good players inside to where you have to use four offensive linemen to block two defenders to where these monsters on the outside have one-on-one -on -one blocking. Yeah, and if you do that, look, it's it's mm. not hard, man. You're not mm. going to be able to be in third down and six against Alabama and Georgia and win a lot of those battles. You're just not. Mm. So you have to find a way to match what they're doing in some capacity. Got to recruit O-line as good as you can, but – you got to be able to stuff them, too, and make them go the length of the field. And stopping the running game, that's something Ole Miss needed to do for a long time anyway. Getting some of the size and talent they did already in 24, and I'm sure they'd like to add at least one more, but it's a great start. It really is. Before we get out of here, um, the 2025 player, Jacoby Hobson, he is the teammate of Camarion Franklin at Lake Cormorant. Rumor is he was going down to Auburn with Camarion Franklin. He is also apparently going to Juice Fest. 
he's going to show up there, and I've heard rumors of him going from there to Texas A&M. That's a lot of traveling. Mm-hmm. And those are not close-by locations. Uh, I don't know how he's doing this, um, but more power to him if he does. Uh, he's a kid that's one of the best linebackers in the class of 25, regardless of state. Again, he's from that area that always has a ton of players, D. Lyman, as you mentioned, but it's north central Mississippi has everything. I don't know why that is, but that little that that area, all those high schools, everybody's got a player. Some of them just happen to be a little bigger, like a certain Camarian Franklin that everybody wants too, but there's just a ton of talent. He's the next guy. Are we surprised? No. But this again is the kind of kid that Kiffin has to keep. What is what is it? 50 minutes, 40 minutes from campus, something like that, depending on how fast you drive from Oxford to there. you got to keep those kids. It is very important for Kippen and his group to get those, those kids on campus as often as possible. Absolutely, and thank you very much. And thanks, everybody, for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, join our Discord server. Brian has joined our Discord. He pops on there from time to time. So if you have any questions about recruiting and things like that, put it in there. He might see it. You can add him. You can do whatever you need to do, and he might be able to help you out. So um, he's on the Discord server at the moment. So I want to thank everybody that has joined that. Brian, thank you so much for joining us today. And, hey, this is the last Saturday without college football in our lives for the foreseeable future. That's always a good thing. I'm Mm -hmm. down with that. Yeah, should be absolutely fantastic. But I'll see you later, buddy. Take care.